Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. And for the first time in, I think, probably almost six months now, I am recording this from North Carolina. I am back here in my home in North Carolina. Um, I left Costa Rica a couple of weeks ago for the time being, and I spent some time in California. And then I'm coming back here, finishing out about three weeks here, and then heading off to a new location. And I'm going to share more about all of this with you because this is actually the topic of my podcast. Because the transition from leaving Costa Rica and what has been the absolute best five months of my entire life, where I've manifested every single thing that I desired, um, to leaving and to coming back to the States has been really, really difficult. And the past week especially has been an absolute shit show. And so I wanted to create this podcast to share with you how to manifest when nothing is going your way. Because in the past week, I think everything that I had planned fell apart. Nothing went the way I planned it. Nothing was going my way. I felt really chaotic and everything felt really uncertain. And in the midst of that, I still manifested everything that I was asking for. And I know a lot of people might be in a similar scenario right now where things in life just aren't going your way. And it feels like no matter how many plans you make and no matter how much action you take and no matter how much you prepare or create a really well-rounded, responsible plan, nothing works and everything falls through and it I know it feels really frustrating and it feels scary and it can be really emotional, but I just want you to understand that you're still on the right path because nothing going your way is honestly usually a good thing because our personal way that we think is best isn't always the best way in the long run because we can't see the bigger picture. And I know this and I can say this with certainty because I've experienced this now in my life over and over and over and over. And looking back on my life in the past few years, it was always the moments when nothing went my way, when my plans fell through, that the most magic showed up in my life. When I let go of my plan and allowed everything to fall apart, when I surrendered to what was, no matter how painful it was, there was always something even better than I had planned on the other side. And... It's happened so many times that now in the midst of all the chaos and the shit show and nothing going my way, there's still some fear, right? I'm human. There's still some uncertainty, but there's a massive sense of peace in knowing that everything falling apart is really just the universe realigning me to the path of highest good. So if you're feeling lost or confused or overwhelmed or lacking direction or whatever it might be, I just want you to know that not having a plan doesn't mean that there isn't a plan. 
It just means that the universe has a bigger and better plan for you that you are not consciously aware of yet. And that's okay. We're not meant to know and it's not meant to make sense yet. And truly the the space of not having a plan is one of the most powerful, expansive, magical spaces you can be in. If you allow yourself to surrender to it, rather than judging it as good or bad as we tend to do, it's human nature, we judge our scenarios as good or bad based on how they make us feel. We say, oh, I feel sad. This is bad. This scenario is bad. Or I feel happy. So this scenario is good. But in reality, all emotions are neutral and they're all serving us. Some feel heavier and some feel lighter, but they are all equally important. So just because we feel a heavier emotion does not mean that the scenario is quote unquote bad. If you can take a step back from judging any scenario that you're in as good or bad, you make space for surrender. And this is part of acknowledging that every scenario is just part of a step of your journey to exactly where you were always meant to be. It's just one step in the journey. And it might seem like a step backward, but it's actually a step forward. The path just might look different than the one you had planned, but maybe it's a shortcut. And the shortcut might seem really hectic and the shortcut might not seem like a shortcut at first, but it's still a shortcut. It's like the universe is guiding you to your end destination, to wherever you want to be, to your dream life, but you don't have the map. The universe does. The universe has the map and the universe is guiding you and you're blindly following the instructions. That's what surrender feels like. You might have to go over mountains. You might have to go over hills. You might have to go over really bumpy terrain and you might have no idea where it's leading you. But if you trust the person holding the map, then you don't have to worry. And personally, I trust the person holding the map. I trust the universe with everything that I have, with all of me. Because I know that I've never been led wrong so far when I surrender. And maybe you're where I am and maybe you're not. It took me years to build up the amount of faith that I have. But it takes a willingness to leap into the unknown and to surrender when you're unsure, when you're scared. It takes that scary action to build the faith. Because when you take that leap, when you say goodbye to judging a scenario as good or bad and you just allow the universe to guide you, it feels terrifying. But when you look back in a week, in a month, in a year, and you say, oh yeah, that felt really scary, but the universe was right. That's when you build the faith, right? Faith isn't built in the good times. It's built in the hard times. It's built when it feels like everything is falling apart, when shit hits the ceiling. That's when faith is built. But it's only possible if you allow yourself to surrender through the fear. I read something the other day. It said something like, courage isn't the absence of fear, but it's the willingness to take action regardless of fear. And I think that is completely accurate because the fear never goes away. Even now, I'm so many years into my manifestation journey, my self-development journey, and the fear is always here still. There's always fear each step of the way, but the difference is I no longer push the fear away, but instead I surrender to it. I allow the fear to be there, but I don't allow it to dictate what actions I do or do not take. Fear is no longer in the driver's seat. And what I've also realized is I'm no longer in the driver's seat of my life either. The universe is, my higher self is, my soul is. So in a sense, yes, I'm in the driver's seat, but my conscious mind is not. My conscious mind is not in control. And I know this because the plans my conscious mind always makes tend to fall apart to make space for something even better that I have not consciously planned for myself. But of course, my higher self, my soul, the universe have planned it for me. 
And so whenever people ask me, Kristen, what's coming next in your life? I'm like, you know what? I don't even know if I want to answer that question because what I'm going to tell you probably is not going to end up being true. And my friends know this about me. They know now not to even ask me what my plans are because I'll tell them one thing or the next week, my mind has changed. The next week, my mind has changed and something completely different shows up in my life because I'm not in the driver's seat. The universe is. I'm allowing myself to be guided. Of course, I can still manifest whatever I want. I'm in control of my thoughts, my energy, my feelings, where I set my focus. But I always make space for something better because in manifestation, it's always this or something better. And the more comfortable I've gotten with manifesting, the more I've mastered it, the more and more and more the something better is what shows up, which is a lot scarier because in the beginning, my manifestations would always show up exactly as I wanted them. And now in the past year, it started to become more of the manifestation falling through and then immediately something way better coming through because it's like the universe, your higher self, your soul knows better for you than you know for yourself and has higher standards for you in your life than you have for your own. And sometimes we're limited by our own imagination and, and what we think is possible for us. If you're not able to imagine something, you can't intend it. But when you intend this or something better, you're making space for something more incredible than you're able to even imagine to show up. But that takes a lot of bravery and courage because it means the willingness to let go of what you think you wanted, to let that slip through your fingers. Knowing, having the higher perspective that on the other side of losing what you thought you wanted is everything you never knew that you needed. My belief is that life gets to get better and better and better in every season of my life, even though it's going to look like a roller coaster. So people tend to think that life is always going linearly up, right? Like once you learn to manifest, you master it. Life is a straight line up and that is not how life is. That is not how my life is. I don't want you to think that's how my life is. It's really more of like a squiggle, like a roller coaster. Life goes up and down and up and down and up and down, but gradually that up and down is moving up the scale. So there's always going to be highs and lows and highs and lows, but as you master manifestation and your energy and really your life and your emotional sovereignty, you get to move that up and down, up the scale. So life is always getting better, but it doesn't mean that there aren't times where life doesn't feel good. It's part of the human experience. Our souls signed up for a human experience, and that means experiencing the entire spectrum of emotions. We can't have the highs without the lows. We can't appreciate the highs without the lows. And as soon as we stop, as soon as we stop labeling the lows as bad and accept them and surrender to them, not only do we move through them faster, but we make space for even bigger highs, right? We can only go as high as we go low. I think I say this every single podcast, but it's important. Your sadness, your grief, your anger, it's a portal for expansion. It's a portal for quantum up levels, quantum healing, quantum manifestation, And this is what's really important about, you know, if you're in a scenario where everything isn't going your way and it feels like chaos is all around you and nothing is working out, I want you to know that your emotions are valid, but the story you're telling yourself in your head is not, right? The story of I'm not good enough, of how did I create this mess, of I should have planned this earlier, of if only I knew this or if only I had done that. The stories going on in your head, they are not valid, The emotions that they are creating are valid. Oftentimes, we attract scenarios into our lives which are meant to pull out emotions within us that our soul wants to release. 
So sometimes we have emotions repressed within us from maybe when we were five years old and we never felt our emotions because we learned it was unsafe to feel them. So they stay within our body holding down our vibration until we feel them. So the universe, if you intend to up-level, the universe is like, great, that up-level is yours, but we got to get all of this out of your body first. We have to raise your vibration. So it sends you scenarios which will trigger the emotions so that you can feel them and therefore release them to raise your vibration. So your emotions are always valid and always meant to be felt. Because I, I see this all the time in my coaching. People will feel jealous of someone or will get triggered by someone for something really, really small. And we say, this is stupid. I shouldn't be feeling angry over this. I shouldn't be feeling sad over this. Right? I shouldn't, I shouldn't be feeling grief over this. It was something really small and insignificant. But here's the thing. The story behind why the emotion is there does not matter. The story might be bullshit. But the emotion is meant to be felt. The emotion is valid. And it's really important when you're in the the periods of your life where things aren't going your way, it's important to call bullshit on the stories in your head saying you're not good enough or that this is your fault. But at the same time, allow yourself, give yourself permission to fully experience the emotion. If you don't give yourself permission to fully feel the emotion, you'll continue to attract more of the same scenario. Okay, so... Let me share with you a little bit about what my last couple of weeks have looked like. So left Costa Rica. Uh, it was the most incredible five months of my entire life, as I shared before. The level of relationships that I built there is unlike anything I've experienced in my entire life. Uh, the most beautiful friendships and relationships. I felt so deeply loved there. And, you know, this is something I've been intending to manifest for a while is a community that really sees me and understands me and, and unconditionally loves me. And I felt that there more than I felt it anywhere in the world. I have so many friends and community all around the world, um, but I was really craving that tight knit community and it manifested there and it was beautiful. And I am so thankful and grateful and lucky and blessed to have people in my life who make it so damn difficult to leave. But it was time. Uh, my intuition knew it. It was time to transition and I'll be back there probably in a few months. Um, but it's time to spend a few months in the States and to focus, put my focus elsewhere. For a few months, I've got some big goals in my business and some big projects I want to start. And so decided to come back to the States and thought, all right, well, you know what? Maybe I'll check out California. I want to be near my family again. I miss them. You know, San Diego seemed like a good option. So flew to San Diego with a couple of friends and um, spent a few days there. And that is just when everything fell apart. Everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. We were traveling with, uh, I was traveling with my friend Halai, who you all might know from my Instagram, my best friend. We always travel together. And our friend Jazz, who's from Austria. We met her in Costa Rica and she brought her a couple of dogs. So cute, her puppies. And um, one by one, everything went wrong. Every place we looked at just wasn't working. Every apartment and home we looked at fell through. Nothing felt right. Uh, the weather was really gloomy. It was raining on us. We were freezing. I was wearing jackets every single day after sweating my butt off for six months in Costa Rica. Um, our hotel room was a disaster. We had a tiny hotel room because we had to find a dog-friendly hotel. It was difficult to find. 
It was really tiny. It looked like a hurricane had hit it. It was really stressful. I don't know about you guys, but I get stressed living in messy environments. Super stressful. Uh, smelled like a zoo because the puppies weren't potty trained yet. And uh, we were all lacking sleep. We were all really sad because of the transition, crying every single day, missing our friends, missing Costa Rica. Nothing's working in San Diego. Our hotel was a shit show. We were a mess. We were getting on each other's nerves because we were all tired, eating junk food because we didn't have a kitchen. And it was just overall a disaster. And we spent um, probably 20 plus hours on the line with airlines trying to um, get flights back to North Carolina because we had to take care of our house and, um, you know, just couldn't figure it out. And things finally came together on the last day. We got on a flight. I'm back in North Carolina, but it just left me feeling so drained and so confused. Like, why was I so blocked from staying in San Diego? I was so sure that was, that was my move. I was so sure of it, but the universe completely blocked me from it. No way and no way did it work out for me. There were no signs pointing me in that direction. It was so difficult. And my view is if things don't work out with ease, it's not meant to be right. When I try to force things, the more we tried to force San Diego every day we stayed, it got more difficult. We got more blocked because I was trying to force something that was not aligned. And so when we let go of the force and got on the flight to North Carolina, things actually started to fall together. We started to receive signs almost immediately Um, a new location popped into my head and I'm going to share what that location is once it becomes official. We're currently still in the process of manifesting our home there. Um, but I am really excited about it and it feels so right. But as soon as, you know, somewhere popped into my head, as soon as we're at the airport, we started receiving signs that it was the right location. People would randomly start talking to me and bring up this location, um, got here and it just felt more and more right. I've received so many signs that this is the right move. I'm so stoked about it. Uh, it feels so right in my soul. It feels really aligned. Um, and I know that this is why things don't work out in San Diego because things are meant to work out this way. And it's really funny because when I manifested my dream home in North Carolina about a year ago, I actually scripted in my journal about it and I thought I was going to move to San Diego. If you know my story, you probably knew I almost signed the lease in San Diego last minute decided not to because it didn't feel right. Um, but I manifested the exact house I scripted about in San Diego, but in North Carolina had everything I scripted on. And it's really funny because last month I scripted another home in San Diego thinking I was going to move there and I'm about to manifest that exact home in another city. Once again, um, you know, down to everything that I've asked for is the same as the places that we're looking at now. And it's just, it's really funny because it's just proof that, you know, You can be a powerful manifester and you can manifest everything you desire, but sometimes the bigger picture isn't what you think it is. It doesn't mean you're not going to get what you want, but like I probably said a million times on this podcast, it means you're going to get something better than you want. And the universe can see all possible options for you. The universe saw all of my possible timelines and saw my San Diego timeline versus the timeline of me living somewhere else. And it knew which one was for my highest good. It knew which one would bring me the most joy and abundance and love and happiness. And so it blocked me from the one that wasn't going to bring me that. Personally, I consciously thought, oh yeah, San Diego's the the place. I'm going to be so happy here. And maybe I would have been happy there. I could have continued to force it. But instead, I did the difficult thing. I let go of all the plans that I had, left there having absolutely no plan, being completely confused and lost and uncertain, but knowing that I was taken care of. 
I know that I'm taken care of. I know that I'm safe. I know that everything is going to work out for me if I let go of control. And in the past when I've been in scenarios like this, I've been really stressed and anxious, but this time I felt this deep sense of inner peace. It's like my dominant perspective was this zoomed out higher perspective of things are working out for you, Kristen. The best case scenario has already been chosen for you. Your problems are already solved. Just because you're not consciously aware of it doesn't mean that the solution isn't already existing for you. All you have to do is let go and allow the universe to guide you. And that's what I did. That's what I've been doing. And obviously, I shouldn't even say obviously, but you may not know if you're, if you've not practiced this before, but surrendering can be very difficult. Um, People throw that word around like, you got to surrender, you got to surrender, but they don't talk about what it's like to surrender. Sometimes surrender means being scared shitless. Sometimes surrender means feeling a lot of really difficult emotions, right? When I left Costa Rica, all I wanted was to settle down somewhere else so I can create a home and... I was hoping that that would help me to avoid my feelings of sadness and grief of leaving such a wonderful place and a wonderful time period in my life. It's painful to close a chapter like that. And I realized that I wanted to settle down so quickly in San Diego to numb that pain. The universe universe was like, nope, Kristen, we're going to keep you in limbo. We're going to keep you in this limbo stage of transition. You're not settling down until you felt these emotions. That's exactly what's been happening. I've had no other distractions. And so I've had no choice but to face the heavy emotions head on. And as I know, when you allow yourself space to feel the heavy emotions, you make more space for the lighter emotions, right? The love, the joy, the abundance. And so right now I'm experiencing the entire spectrum of human emotions. It's it's like I'm happy and I'm sad and I'm frustrated and I'm scared and I'm excited and I'm joyful and I'm full of love and I'm full of grief all at the same time. I'm feeling every emotion possible. But in the midst of all of that, in the midst of all of the emotions and all of the ups and downs and the chaos, what I do know is that even when I don't know where I'm going, my soul always does. Uh, You know, taking action through uncertainty in the past has taught me this over and over and over. That I don't need to know where I'm going. I don't need to have a plan. My soul has a plan. The universe has a plan. My highest self is guiding me in every single moment. And having faith in this, having faith in a plan that you can't see doesn't mean not having fear. It just means that your faith is stronger than your fear. It means that you choose to focus on faith, on the best possible outcome. It's a choice. Faith is a choice. Belief in your highest good is a choice. And things not working out the way you planned is always a blessing, although it may be a blessing in disguise. And you may not realize the blessing until a day later, a week later, a month later, a year later. Who knows? I still look back on my life now and I'm seeing moments where, wow, now I see how that played out. Now I see how that moment where I was so upset or I would have given anything to change how things were going, now I'm grateful for it. And so the question I've been asking myself is, if I knew that everything was working out best case scenario, how would I feel? If, if I could receive some advice from, from my highest self, from the version of me maybe who's living in the future, who is living the life I'm dreaming of, where everything's already figured out, because time doesn't actually exist universally, right? 
The present, past, and future is all happening right now in the current moment. The present is all we have. So you can tap into parallel timelines. You can tap into future timelines. You can tap into the version of you and your soul that's existing in the future in your ideal scenario, your ideal timeline, and receive advice from them. And if my past self were doing that right now, you know what I would tell her? I would tell her, enjoy your life a little bit more. Enjoy the journey. Look where you're going to end up. Because if I knew three years ago I was going to end up here, I would have just wanted myself to experience more joy. Right? So much of my stress was, where am I going to be? How am I going to get there? But I only knew that I didn't need to know. I didn't need to have the plan. I just needed to have the vision and the belief. If I knew I was going to end up here, I would have just had more fun. And so that's what I tell myself in these moments. If I just knew where I was going to end up, if I knew that for certain, what would I be focusing on right now? Would it be fear? Would it be stress about my plans, about the future? Or would it be joy? This is why joy is my spiritual practice. Because when we allow our higher self to guide us, when we allow ourselves to tap into these future timelines and see where we're going to be, we can relax into the knowing that, hey, that's my future. And I don't need to figure out how I'm going to get there. I just need to have faith that I will. Something, something that I also like to do is I will write letters to myself from my future self. So I'll like channel my future self. I'll close my eyes, imagine her living whatever I'm trying to figure out right now. So right now I might close my eyes and imagine my future self in two months or one month living in the beautiful dream apartment I'm trying to call in. I'm living the exact life that I'm currently trying to manifest in my future location where everything is going really smoothly. She's really happy, has a community. I would close my eyes and envision her. Then I would open my eyes, get out my journal, and write myself a letter with words of wisdom from her. And I don't allow myself to stop writing no matter what. And I just let it flow. If it makes, Whether or not it makes any sense, I let it flow for like 5 or 10 minutes. And what I find is after a few minutes, I get into the flow. And I start to give myself advice that I didn't even realize I consciously had for myself. Because you truly can channel your future self through you right now. She's here with you. The version of you with everything that you desire is here with you, ready to guide you, ready to give you advice. But you have to be willing to listen. And so I do this oftentimes. I'll journal to myself from my future self and receive words of wisdom from her and support from her. And she'll let me know what I need to do and uh, you know how everything is coming, how it's all going to work out. She'll usually tell me to relax, to calm down, take a deep breath, to go have more fun. And I listen to her. And it helps me so much. So if you're in a place where you're uncertain about your future, I really recommend doing this. Connect with your future self. She wants to help you. You can also connect with your past self, um, and which I sometimes do. I go and I give, give some words of wisdom and some comfort to my past self. And, you know, there's been moments in my life where I literally feel my future self connecting with me. Um, usually with when rainbows show up, rainbows are like my sign to myself for my future self. I know that my future self is connecting with me. So in the same way now that I'll close my eyes and go get love to my past self, I know that my future self is doing the same for me now. And this is too woo-woo for you. It's fine. Just let it be. Um, but it really, it's really powerful for me and we can quantum heal in timelines into the into the past and into the future and I've had so many incredible moments of feeling that quantum healing happening feeling my future self reaching out to me 
And I remember I actually had a moment a couple of years ago when I was manifesting my future in Bali when I was living in Denver and I opened my eyes and there was a double rainbow and it had started to rain. And in that moment, I felt my future self. I had a vision of her sitting on a beach in Bali, comforting me, showing me what my life looked like in a few months. Fast forward six months, I had a moment on a beach in Bali, there was a rainbow and I closed my eyes and I had a vision of my past self in Denver and I sent her all of the advice and words of wisdom that I remembered receiving. And it's like this trippy full circle moment of my past self felt the advice from my future self and when I was in that future scenario, I sent that love back to her without even realizing that was in the scenario, the exact vision that I had had. And I've had so many experiences like this. So if you're, if you're open to it, you can quantum heal into your past. You can give support to your past self and your future self can support you now. But what I really want you to take away from this podcast, if you don't take away anything, just at least take away this. It's okay to not have a plan. Not having a plan does not mean that there isn't a plan. It's okay to let go of control. Letting go of control doesn't mean things aren't going to work out. It means you're making space for things to work out even better than you imagined. And things not working out is one of the best things that can ever happen to you in your entire life. I promise you that. Even if it doesn't feel like it right now. So I hope that this served you. I'm sending you all tons and tons of love from North Carolina. I cannot wait to update you on my journey as it continues to play out and manifest. Feeling really expansive right now. Like I'm I'm just in the most expansive space. If I can feel everything coming, everything is about to shift. I can't wait to share with you all. Sending you so much love. Um, if you want to dive deeper into surrender and shifting your reality, I know it can be difficult to do alone. That's why I created my academy, BAA. Um, it's all of my manifestation secrets, everything that took me like five years and more than $150,000 invested in learning from the best of the best to learn so that you can have a shortcut uh, so that you can have the life transition or transformation that I've experienced going from completely broken, miserable to living my actual best life and um, being a multi six-figure business owner, CEO traveling the world in a very short period of time. I've manifested all my vision boards and I want to show you how to do it as well. So if you want me to guide you to manifesting your dreams and changing your life, if you are truly unconditionally committed to doing what it takes, I can show you how and I would love to support you in that process. The link is in the show notes to apply and I don't believe in coincidences. If you're listening to this and you feel you feel that that little whisper, that little nudge telling you it's time for change, that you can't live your life like this anymore. That was me a few years ago. Um, trust yourself. Um, go ahead and apply and book a free call and you can see if this is for you or not. I would love to support you. If this episode did serve you, I'd love for you to share it on social media and tag me. I love to repost all of you. It makes my day. And I absolutely love it when you all leave me reviews on iTunes. Um, they always make me cry. If you do that, send me a screenshot to support at brucidabliss.com and you receive a gift from me to your inbox. And that's all I have for you today. Sending lots and lots of love and abundance. And I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.